Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Rick Mulready here. Welcome to episode number 121. Hope this finds you well, whatever you're up to today. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me. Really excited about today's episode because I am going to be answering your questions about starting a Facebook ads management business. I get a ton of questions about this every single week. You know, What's the best way to start your own Facebook ads management business? Whether this is something that you want to start as a side hustle you know, on the side of what you're already doing, maybe while you're building your online business right now. Maybe you want to manage Facebook ads full-time as your business. Maybe you're already good at Facebook ads and now want to create a business out of it, but maybe you're not sure how to start that business and get some clients going. So today we're going to be diving in and talking about figuring out who your ideal client is. How do you land your first customers? Should you niche down and specialize in a certain type of business? How much do you do for your client? Like, Do you write their content? Do you create images, landing pages, set up their website, etc. And then finally, I'm going to be talking about probably the question I get the most from people who want to be managing Facebook ads for other businesses. And that is, how much do you charge for your service? So before we dive in, though, I put together a free PDF checklist for you. It's the ideal client checklist where I've listed out everything that you need to consider and if necessary as potential clients before you bring them on as clients. So this checklist is going to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success right from the start when you're beginning to work with clients. So to download the ideal client checklist, just go over to the show notes page for today's episode, which is over at rickmulready.com forward slash 121. rickmulready.com forward slash 
one, two, one. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Let's start talking about, you know, who is your ideal client? This is something that you really, really need to think about as you start with your ads management business because the idea here is to set yourself up for success as much as possible right from the get-go. And that means choosing clients that you know you can win with when starting out. Too many times I talk to people who are starting to manage Facebook ads for other businesses, you know, they're just kind of getting going and they're taking clients like wherever they can get them. You know, they might be working with a local chiropractor and then a local auto parts store and then maybe an online business and they're kind of all over the place. And that can be really You know, I get why you'd want to do that. I get why you want to just kind of take any client that you can get because, of course, you got to pay the bills. But I really want to caution you against that. And we're going to talk about niching down here in a few minutes. But I really want you to start off by thinking about who is your ideal client because once you have an understanding of who that is, that's going to set yourself up for success as much as possible right from the beginning. Okay. Some of these things to think about as you are, you know, having these conversations and thinking about who your ideal client is, you definitely want to be letting them know and setting the expectations with these clients about things like, you know, what they can expect for cost per lead, letting them know, you know what, hey, pay traffic is not an overnight guarantee of a windfall of new customers. So many small businesses out there and online businesses as well who are not very familiar with Facebook ads think that, you know, okay, cool, I'm going to start Facebook ads and boom, I'm going to have, you know, 100 new customers coming into my business within the next, you know, couple of days. And, you know, you got to set expectation with that. So a client who is expecting you to do that is probably not the best kind of client to start off with because those are sort of some false expectations that they can be having of you. And that's really hard to start off with. Obviously, you want to be working with somebody who has budget to spend, you know, maybe someone whose business that you can measure the success of their Facebook advertising very clearly without having to jump through a bunch of hoops. I've talked to a lot of people who are managing Facebook ads. I I feel like chiropractors and dentists come up a lot. Those are really, really good people to be approaching about running Facebook ads for, but measuring this actual success of those Facebook ads, meaning like someone comes in as a paying customer into those new practices, to be able to measure that, you know, that's a little bit more advanced. So maybe that's not something that you start off with, you know, right from the get-go. You also want to be looking at the type of business who has an offer. Can you work with them to market with your Facebook ads. So obviously you've got to have an offer. So make sure that that business that you are maybe approaching about working with has a really good offer that you could maybe work with them to come up and maybe refine a little bit to go with the Facebook ads. You know, it's always good when they're doing other forms of advertising. You know, are they doing Google AdWords? Are they doing weekly, like, you know, those coupon mailers, like Valpax or something like that? I get them every week here in San Diego. Are they doing radio? Are they doing local newspaper? Whatever it is that they're doing, if they're doing other forms of advertising, that means that they obviously have budget to spend on ads. And that would be a really good type of client to consider because then you can get into looking at what are they spending on these other channels? What's their ROI on those channels? And then you can compare it to Facebook ads once you start working with them. And another one, this is if it's a local business that you want to approach, 
and they're going to be ideal if you know their business. If you know their business and you go into their business a lot, maybe it's a local restaurant where you, I don't know, go hang out at a coffee shop or whatever it is. If you know them and go to their business quite a bit, you know their business because you're a customer of theirs. So they might be a good one to start off with there. And you're going to have additional information as far as figuring out if they're your ideal client. Okay. So remember, I put together a checklist for you. We go into a little bit more deeply there on the ideal client checklist that you can download over on the show notes for the episode today. Okay. So let's move on to how do you land that first customer? Okay. So once you've identified the sort of the characteristics of your ideal customer, you know, then you can look at, okay, do I want to work with online businesses? Do I want to work with local businesses? Do I want to work with maybe a little bit of both? Well, if you want to work with an online business, you know, this is about the low hanging fruit. How can you land your first customer if you're just getting started? And if you do want to work with local businesses, awesome. Well, you know, think about do you have any friends out there who have online businesses? You know, people that you've met in the online space, maybe you know their business, maybe you're on their email list and you see what they're doing and are a really big fan of what they're doing. That might be an easy person to reach out to to see if you can start working with them to maybe help them out from a Facebook ads perspective. Okay. Likewise, if you want to approach local businesses, I'd recommend kind of what we're talking about there with the ideal customers. List out and brainstorm all the businesses in your town that you frequent. Okay. We all have businesses that we go to on a regular basis. There's a few coffee shops just for as an example here in San Diego that I go to quite a bit. They know me by name and face in there and I know about their business because I go there quite a bit. So if I were looking to start managing ads for local businesses here in San Diego, I would probably start there because I already have that relationship with them. So think about what businesses in your local area that you frequent and that you go into quite a bit. And if you're just starting out and you've not yet worked with any clients, maybe offer to work with them for free for maybe like 30 days. Okay. So as long as the business pays for the ad spend, then you offer them and like, Hey, I'm going to offer to work with you. I'd like to work with you for the next 30 days for free. You just pay for the ad spend. I'm going to prove to you that Facebook ads can help grow your business depending on whatever their goal is. Okay. And it's also very common in this sort of instance there, if you're doing free work, maybe you ask them for a testimonial and you could use that experience as a case study to get other clients for you. Okay. So you prove to them that you can help their business. And then from there, after maybe that 30 or whatever day mark, then you can figure out an arrangement for being paid for your work going forward. Okay. And then if they don't want to continue, at least you've got that experience and a potential case study and testimonial to take you into the next client that you might want to work with and approach. In next week's episode here, the podcast episode 122, you're going to hear from a student of mine. His name is Mike Barnett. And he followed this process that I've just talked about here to get his first client. So his buddies own a pizza joint where he lives in a town up in Washington. And so he approached them, same sort of thing. He was friends with them. This was a pizza place that he went to, so he knew it. And he approached them about running some Facebook ads for them. And this is the exact process that he did, offered to do it for them for free a little bit. And as you'll hear him say next week in the episode, for the first month, he was paid in pizza and high fives. <laughs> so, And he crushed it. And so we're going to talk about that. It's a case study episode coming up next week for episode number 122. 
And so, you know, now he's talking to them about being paid and what that arrangement looks like. No more, uh, well, maybe in addition to the pizza and high fives, he can put money in his pocket. So let's move on to the next question I get a lot. And this is, should you niche down and specialize in a certain type of business? And I think niching down when you want to manage ads for other businesses, I think niching down is one of the smartest things that you can do because the quicker that you can niche down, the easier it's going to be for you and the quick that you're going to be able to scale your business. Niching down allows you to do things like gather very similar case studies and testimonials. If you have a group of similar businesses and you've got case studies and testimonials, that's going to make it much easier to get new clients. Okay, And then you can also use those similar strategies and tactics for the Facebook ads that you're running. All right, because they're all similar types of businesses. This is also when you niche down, also going to allow you to streamline processes and systems in your business because you're working with one niche. You can be really, really efficient because you're working within one niche. All right. Now, something to think about here if you are, let's just say you're niching down within a local area, within your local area. Let's just say that you're working with, we'll go back to the chiropractor example I used before. You know, you might want to consider the exclusivity factor. So if you approach a business and when you're first approaching them for business, you let them know that this is an opportunity for you to get them results and that you will not work with any other chiropractor within like a certain radius. So that can be used for, you know, when you're negotiating with them. So that's something to think about if you're niching down. But I definitely recommend that quicker that you can niche down, the better it's going to be for you. It's just going to be far more efficient for you. You're going to be able to scale quicker, easier to get new clients because you've got similar case studies and testimonials and so on. Then once you feel like you've sort of mastered a niche, if you want to, then you can maybe move into another niche. And then you just repeat that whole process that you went through with the original niche where you know, you're creating those systems and processes within that, becoming very efficient, and now you're just working within another niche. A great earlier episode of the podcast here to listen to if you want to hear a great example of how somebody did this and you really niched down. Episode number 111 with Rob Bailey. He breaks it all down. That was a really, really popular episode. I got a lot of feedback and he texted me after that episode went live and was like, man, your listeners are awesome because... On that episode, he gave out his cell phone number and he got inundated. I warned him about that and he got inundated. So if you want to check that episode out, rickmulready.com forward slash 111. Rob's built a very successful ads management agency for himself. He breaks it all down how he did it in episode number 111. So let's move on to the next question. How much do you do for your client? You know, do you write their ad copy? Do you create their images? Do you do landing pages? Do you set up their website? All these different things. This is really one of those that is completely up to you. And we talk about this actually in that Rob Bailey episode. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but Rob originally was sort of that jack of all trades kind of agency where he was doing SEO and content marketing and Facebook ads and he was doing all these different types of things. Well, he was not happy doing that. And once he you know, focused, number one, just on Facebook ads, and then from there, he niched down, that's when his business exploded. So when you're doing all these different types of things, of course, and this is up to you, just like Rob was, you could quickly become a jack-of-all-trades kind of agency 
which, as I mentioned, again, depending on what you want and what your goals are, that can get dangerous very quickly and make it a lot harder to specialize. So, and of course, if you do want to offer more services, make sure that you are charging accordingly. So, if, you know, if you are going to take on any of those additional services, you want to be compensated for it. So, but what I recommend though is if you're starting to grow a Facebook ads management business, try and focus on getting as much as you can from your client, you know, like images that you can use and whatever kind of ad copy that you can use because they know their business the best. You know, when it comes to images, if they have some images in the business that you could test, awesome. If they don't have any kind of images, well, you're going to have to create or find them yourself, source them yourself. When it comes to ad copy, as I mentioned, they know their business the best. So if you can get them to write any kind of copy, or maybe they are running other advertising that you can kind of look at the ad copy that they're using there, you know, if you can get them to write some copy, maybe with your direction, that's going to be really great for you. And that's going to make your job and life a whole lot easier. If you need to write the copy yourself, obviously make sure you learn as much as you possibly can about your client and their target audience. That's a given. If you're going to have to write the copy yourself, you've got to know as much as you possibly can about that client. You know, landing pages, you're likely going to have to create those yourself because you are the expert. The cool thing is though is using tools like lead pages or Instapage or ClickFunnels, you know, those tools make it super easy to create those landing pages. So again, that's probably something that you should be doing if you're going to be managing ads for other businesses. That's just sort of part of your service. I wouldn't recommend when we're talking about things like setting up their website or anything like that. I wouldn't recommend getting into things like that. Again, you can quickly go down the rabbit hole of being a do-it-all kind of service, which I don't think is very effective. Again, if this is something that you want to do, by all means, go for it. But make sure that you're going to be charging accordingly. And you know that's the case. If you're doing things like that, that's something where I'd maybe consider looking at hiring people to have on your team to do those types of things for you who specialize in building sites or you know content marketing or whatever. Okay. So let's talk about this last question here. And this is probably the biggest question that I get around managing Facebook ads for other businesses. And this is how much do you charge for your service? Well, there's really no right answer. Okay. It's looking at what the market is doing, you know, other Facebook ads managers and picking something that feels good to you. Keeping in mind that there is a perceived value in what you're charging. So the higher that you're charging, that's going to make you more exclusive, make you look more exclusive, but there're also the expectations are going to be there too that if you're charging more, you're going to get you're going to get results, okay? And likewise on the other side, if you're just charging maybe a couple hundred bucks a month or something like that, there's going to be perceived value there as well. You know, it's on the flip side. Maybe you want to consider that when you're just starting out. And then what do you do? You can charge a flat fee. You can charge a percentage of monthly ad spend, a flat fee plus a percentage of ad spend. You can charge a, you know, a one-time setup fee plus the monthly fee. So what do you go with? I mean, with all these different options. Well, what I recommend that you do is look at this in phases, meaning working through different pricing options as you get more experience. So if you're just starting out, maybe you've done a few campaigns for free, then maybe you want to start charging maybe like a flat fee of something like three to $500 per month. Okay. Then the more experience and success that you get and you start to scale that pricing, maybe you scale it up to say like between 500 and a thousand dollars 
per month. As I'm going through these examples here, I just want to remind you that there's no right or wrong when it comes to pricing. But the numbers I'm sharing here is kind of what we see out in the marketplace. Okay. Then again, continuing with that scaling as you get better and better and you're really getting good results with your clients or running quite a few campaigns, you know, maybe then you can get into that maybe like $1,500 to $2,500 per month plus a percentage of ad spend level. You know, we're moving forward there. And again, with that higher price comes a perceived value of your services in the market, but also with that, a higher expectation of, you know, the type of results that you're going to get. Okay. And so something that you also want to consider when you are thinking about pricing is how much is your client going to be spending? You know, are they just going to spend a couple hundred bucks, you know, a month? Or are they going to be spending tens of thousands of dollars per month? The more they're spending, the more work it's going to be on you. So you'll definitely want to be charging accordingly. And as I mentioned earlier, sort of along these lines, something else that you might want to consider is a one time setup fee because it's a lot of work when you're first setting up a Facebook ads campaign. You know, all the targeting audience research and talking to the client and learning as much as you possibly can. And if you're writing the copy and doing the images and stuff like that, and then you have to set the campaign up and so forth. So, depending on the size and the scope of the campaign, you know, this is something that you might want to consider charging a one time setup fee in addition to the monthly fee that you are charging. And, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, this setup fee could be anywhere from like $500 to $5,000. Again, this is depending on your experience and the scope of the campaign that you are working with. So I recommend basing whether you're going to charge a setup fee based on the scope of the campaign that you're working with and how elaborate it is. Okay. And it's also a good negotiation tool there too. It's a good opportunity for if you're negotiating with the client, if you're looking to sign a new client, you know, maybe this setup fee is something that you waive and maybe that will help you sign that client. Okay. So just another thing to think about, but just sort of to recap that really quick, I would look at the pricing in phases. So if you're just starting out, you know, you're only charging maybe a couple few hundred dollars a month, maybe say three to $500 per month as a flat fee, then the more experience and success that you get, that's really key. Then you can start to scale. Maybe you move up between 500 and a thousand dollars per month. And then from there, maybe you look at doing the monthly fee plus a percentage of ad spend that the company is spending. Maybe you look at between 1500 and 2500 or 3000 per month plus a percentage of ad spend level. So again, just remember that how you price your services, there's going to be a perceived value on you and your services. So if it's higher, there's a greater value being looked at uh, for you and your services, but also a higher expectation of getting great results for your clients. So managing Facebook ads for other businesses is a great way to create a business for yourself. There's so much demand out there and opportunity, and it's only increasing. Frankly, there needs to be more people out there who actually know what they're doing when it comes to managing Facebook ads. I hear so many stories. They're not my students, but I hear so many stories out there of businesses working with people to manage their ads. And I'm hearing what they're being told. And you know, maybe they're showing me a screenshot of their results or something like that. And I'm like, man, that's just person just does not know what they're doing. So it's my goal to make sure that there are more people out there who are going to be managing Facebook ads for other businesses that they actually know 
what they're doing. So I hope this was helpful for you. If this is something that you're looking to do, you know, create an ads management business for yourself. Maybe it's on the side of what you're doing, or maybe this is something that you want to do full time. I hope this was helpful for you. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I put together a free PDF checklist for you. It's the ideal client checklist where I've listed out everything that you need to consider and if necessary as potential clients before you bring them on as clients. This checklist is going to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success right from the start when working with clients. So to download your ideal client checklist, just go over to the show notes page for today's episode, which is over at rickmulready.com forward slash 121. And as I mentioned earlier, also coming up on the show next week, I'm excited to welcome Mike Barnett. He is one of my students, really excited to have him on the show. He's an awesome guy. He's going to be sharing how he's very smartly creating an ads management business, one pizza and high five at a time. So I'm really excited to bring you that episode. Thank you so much again for listening to the show today. Really appreciate it. Until episode number 122, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link, and you can go download it right now for free.